Hot topics and interviews. And that's just how we do it. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast. Entertainment Man Podcast is brought to you by Crispy on the Web. Go to crispyontheweb.com for more information, social media, and much, much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Entertainment Man Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Man. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to a interview podcast. It's the first interview of 2023. Again, I'm sorry I haven't had any interviews lately. I have not been well, and now I'm doing better. Uh, we're back to it, and I'm going to be getting to all the scheduled interviews I have, both regular scheduled and the ones I had to reschedule. Uh, they'll be coming down the road. But today, I have Damien Andrews on the podcast. How's it going? Uh, very well, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. No Great to hear, and, and I'm glad to be on the, the flip side of you feeling better. So this is great. Yeah, yeah. Because I was really, really concerned. Like, uh, how long is this going to take uh, to getting better? Just, it, I guess it's just the body has to do its thing and then it gets better. But uh, it was pretty bad. It certainly does. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. Well, from my perspective, well, if we go back in time, you want to jump in that Doc Brown, you know, DeLorean time machine and, and hit 88 miles an hour, miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do a conversion for the metrics out there i think we all know what that means yes uh, yeah I, went, I was at school like most people didn't like it probably like a lot of people and uh, <laughs> my dad said i wasn't allowed to leave school unless i had a job and uh, i think about two weeks later than that the army recruitment people came around and i thought wow this is you know get me out of school wasn't really thinking about you know what i that was mm-hmm. what that meant or what that would entail i just joined up and, and went away to it and then I find myself in boot camp and running around the bush. Australia, we only have one bush. You probably know we have the bush, not a, a forest or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I found myself out there running around and going, okay, um, uh, uh, this is probably not what I was thinking about, which really I wasn't thinking about much anyway. And I thought, I, I don't want to be doing this for the next four or five years. And um, so when, I was, when you get to the end of boot camp, you have options as to what you can do um, and choices. And there's not many available other than going into infantry. And I knew I was not good enough, as in mature enough, to uh, to get one of the better jobs, the, um, signals or one of those. Uh, thing. And the reality was other people were going to get that and I was going to go to um, infantry. And there, But there was one position no one was applying applying for and my first thought because I was 18 years old at that time my first thought was it was a chef's position my first thought was girls like guys that can cook that was my motivation so <laughs> the second motivation was well, get me out of infantry the third was maybe I can use this as a career afterwards and so I did that I got that position and while I'm at the, the training for being a chef they had a very intensive training and you do a lot of a la carte cooking uh, one of the people on my course or in my in my um, class was asked did he want to go to Perth and he said no he just come from Perth and I was standing next to him I said I'll go to Perth it was a long way from home and that's probably where I, I was running from at, the, at mm-hmm. that point in time and so they said oh if you pass the psychological test you can go and I didn't didn't ask what's that or where am I going or whatever I just said yeah no problem so I went into the psychological test I passed it jumped in my car dri- driven across the Nullarbor so driven effectively from New York to um to California to, to Los Angeles and I arrive and I'm I'm posted to the SAS which is Australia's special forces so I'm not sure what the equivalent is but the, the best of the best in the the, the army where you are and um, so I ended up doing all that as well so I was jumping out of planes um, rock climbing um, abseiling submarine diving 
all this kind of stuff, um, which is a lot of fun. And then I, I realized that, you know, I still didn't want to be doing that for the rest. as much as I was having fun after my time had been served. I could, I decided I didn't want to stay. So I got out, I spent some time working in the mine site in Northwestern Australia, um, at a place called near Marble Bar, which is the hottest place in Australia. Um, temperature, uh, no, I won't say cause I don't know how to convert it to Fahrenheit. Um, but the yeah, desert massively hot and, then I came back to um, where I'm from here in Victoria and uh, thought about it. thought my dad might have been a bit right on this education thing, that education is important. So I went to, to university and studied accounting, commerce and, um, and law, which I would wouldn't I'd highly recommend as as useful tools I wouldn't recommend for excitement but very much useful tools and then I worked in corporate recovery for a while so I was basically taking over companies and either selling them off or breaking them up I, I kind of thought of myself as as like Richard Gere out a pretty woman but I had hair back then don't you know, don't be disillusioned <laughs> and um, then I started to step out and do some work myself and from there I've set up a number of companies and and so I did my own consulting for a bit and then set up a number of companies and now I run a, a few different organizations and I'm also the CEO of a radio station as well. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, so I've got a number of different hats that I that I wear at the moment. Yeah. So I run a private equity firm. I run, I've got a consulting firm. I have a, a, work, a firm that specializes in providing construction um, advisory services uh, and, and um, yeah, specialized services within making um, construction projects work smoother. And so, yeah, CEO of a radio station, I have my own foundation as well called share.care, S-H-A-I-R.care, which is also mm-hmm. the website, which we're working in a number of areas around the world. I recently, there's a um, organization up in Queensland that mm-hmm. um, help women victims of family violence uh, recover financially. And that program, they run free workshops in Brisbane and the Gold Coast. And I brought that down to Melbourne and we had the first workshop in Melbourne um, last weekend and it was hugely successful and they got another one planned in, in next in may so it's it's working really well that's awesome i'm very familiar with a lot of the different little uh, different cities you mentioned like perth melbourne queensland i i know a lot about australia because awesome. yeah, yeah well uh, because of steve Irwin, the the crocodile hunter which is yeah very you know well we have known. a lot of really dangerous animals here so we need to be very careful <laughs> yes and you're in celsius down there i guess yeah i'm in melbourne melbourne australia. no no no, like uh, for uh, oh. weather-wise, like it's Fahrenheit or the Celsius. Oh. I'm just curious. Yeah, no, at the moment, well, we're heading into autumn. Your fall. Yeah. Uh, so and it's starting to get cooler. I've actually got the fire going um, mm-hmm. now down here at the beach house, and I've got the fire going. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little bit cooler, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. We're in our. We didn't have much summer, but similar uh-huh. sort of thing. You guys didn't have as cold a winter, from what I understand. No, no. We, we today. I think yeah. it was like. So we our sun. Sorry. No, you go ahead. You're the host. Yeah. <laughs> you go ahead. You're the host. <laughs> With we're in uh, here in Canada, we're in Celsius. We're in the Celsius uh, for the for the the yeah. temperature wise. Yeah. So oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. From our perspective, it's today's going to be about sixteen. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're heading into our spring pretty soon. So which I, we're yeah. looking forward to it. I think we're really looking forward to here. That's for sure. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Now Canada is such a beautiful country. It is. There's so much, and yeah, I'd love to. I want to. I haven't experienced the ice hockey, or you know, I'd love to go and. and yeah, an ice hockey game live. I haven't yeah. done that yet. Actually, I'm actually my Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, you got the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, that's our. Uh, that's one of the two teams here in Ontario. So yeah, um, don't play in autumn; you'll fall over. Yeah, <laughs> fall off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you talk about your services on your website? What do you offer? 
Yeah, well, I um, the website's going to be have a, a big update because most of my work is with high-end corporates, so large large organisations, and they have massive budgets, obviously, mm-hmm. and and so the the technologies that I've developed and used and helped those companies um, is you know it, it, it's it's high value, and what I found was that I wasn't able to um, help individuals and in smaller companies so much. I do work with a couple of smaller companies, like one of my clients. Um, you know, it's through, you know, that I have a connection with them. So uh, I've helped them out. And, and through COVID, we took them from a, an 8 million turnover company to a 25 million turnover company. Um, and so we, we, that was a great result. And, and they didn't really have to do much extra work. Actually, they didn't do any extra work. They just did different work. Um, and so there's a lot of technology that, that I have, but it's not available um, to to individuals and smaller companies just from a pricing perspective. It's, it's It costs a lot. And so I've revamped a lot of that and we're releasing that and there'll be an update on the website, a complete, complete change. And we'll be offering a lot of that technology um, at more affordable prices to, to individuals. So they get, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll get an extreme value for what, what they're paying for compared to what corporates pay. Um, you know, to put it in context, I have a program called Negotiation Magic, which is a, in a highly in-depth in uh, program on, on negotiation where um, you, you, there's you know, 16 uh, sources of power that you can draw from um, when you're in a situation. And you know, that program's $100,000 for a wow. quarter. Um, yes, yeah, so so we're distilling things that technologies from that into a you know into a more mm-hmm. affordable package um, for individuals and smaller companies, and um, and so that's what will be on the website. But we ha- we have programs that will be around. It's one called Fearless, which is about how to instantly have confidence. It's not you know we need to find confidence or you mm-hmm. know what you know because you can't go to a supermarket and buy confidence. It doesn't no. exist. <laughs> It's a way you behave and there's certain triggers mm-hmm. in your mind. If you do that, all of a sudden it just switches on. It's it's immediate. And that's one of the things, the, the key underlying principle of what I share is um, life is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. There's principles in life that work. They're, they're laws. They exist. Um, and regardless of whether you believe them or not. And the, an example of that is if you go up onto the 22nd floor of a building, go out to the balcony and step off, it doesn't matter whether you believe in gravity or not. You're going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just that's that's the reality. Mm-hmm. And the similar sort of thing applies in life. Um, there's principles that work. Uh, an example. Um, and, and this is a great for, for certainly for younger people. Let's take money for an example. Mm-hmm. Having money well, earning money first. There's four steps to having wealth. First one is you've got to earn it. Now, and this is where the youth of today are, are really, really lucky because uh, the of the way the demographics now work, and we know we've got an aging population, we've known for a long, long, long time. But the reality is now, with most of the baby boomers retiring, there isn't the workforce, there isn't the people available. So back when the baby boomers were working, there was an abundance of employees. So they had to be really competitive, price competitive. They had to work their asses off, um, you know, to, to actually get a job. Now there's actually less employee, less people available to be employees. Mm-hmm. So for you as a as a younger person to actually get a job is much easier than it was in the past. And it's not hard to earn a lot of money because you all you have to do is add that little bit of extra value. It's the story of, I don't know if you heard the story of the two people walking through a jungle and a tiger jumps out and one person starts putting on their running shoes and the other one says, what are you doing that for? You can't outrun a tiger. And the first person says, well, I don't have to outrun the tiger. I've just got to outrun you. Um, and that's where from that perspective, 
you have certainly younger people have this advantage where they just need to be that little bit better now and that's one of the it's interesting statistic that if you um if you put in a little bit of extra value the it's the increase in income is not proportionate to the amount of um, extra effort you put in put it in time perspective if you say work an extra hour a week Mm-hmm. Um, the the respective income increase for people that do that is around forty percent more. So it's substantially more than the effort put in. Now, and, and if you use well, we've got a program called Max Time um, coming out as part of the exceptional effort program that are run with corporates. If you follow that, you can actually add that value to doing a lot less mm-hmm. work. So you don't have to work extra time. It's just how you manage the effort that you do. Yeah. Uh, and so you can, so one, that's the principle you put in a little, you, you, to earn money, you add value. Mm-hmm. If you're smart about it, you can add a lot of value very easily. And that's part of what we teach is actually as a program, we show you how to get paid your value that's coming out as well. Um, and there's a bit of negotiation that had how to show that value, how to get paid that value mm-hmm. and, and not only get paid at once, but regularly get pay rises. There's a whole program where we've got coming out that shows you how to do that. And so this is coming in. I'm not sure when this is going to end, but the update will come in April this year. Mm-hmm. And so that's earning money. It's simple. Add value. Solve a problem. It's not not a difficult thing to do. And then if you want to to have wealth, there's three three steps to take. And this is not new as well. It was in um, George S. Carlson's book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, it's there's quotes references into various religious texts. I know I'm I'm um, grew up Catholic. I'm Polish, Ukraine, and and Russian origin. I'm a combination of those three. Um, and so I grew up uh, Catholic and but, uh, other religious texts have the same sort of principles as in here is that you you save a component of what you earn, you invest that and then you reinvest the, the income from that. Now, that's not a difficult instruction. It's not hard. Um, you just got to do it. And then there's there's ways of we, we teach you how to actually put in place processes that it's not discipline. Discipline requires effort. You get exhausted after a while. When you make changes um, unconsciously, things just happen. It just it just falls into place. So yeah. Adding value, save a little bit reinvest and invest it and reinvest that that's not a hard instruction you make that part of your unconscious behavior and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you know you're wealthy it's not not a difficult thing it will happen yeah <clears throat> all right uh so what inspired you to help out other leaders business businesses out i think that steps back to uh, my values that i grew up with i'm very fortunate I mean, my parents you know they they you know, the, the, you know, I mean, you could depends on what you focus on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things my parents didn't have um, and didn't do, and you know, as a result, you know, some of the things that I've done in the past and and experiences I had, I could focus on and go, oh yeah, my my life sucks. But I was fortunate in, in that my parents did instill in me a, a good character and a good set of values, such as honesty. My my personal values have a personal mission statement, and within that, I talk about um, acting from my confident confidently and compassionately acting from my values of honesty, excellence, and understanding. So when we're talking about, you know, wanting to, to help others, it really stems from from that, you know, I've refined it, but certainly the values that my parents taught me from a young age is is to, you know, to care for other people, to look after other people, that it's important um, to value other other people as well. And, and people are, you know, all people are equal. And and so that's probably where that comes back, and and it's quite enlightening to see, you know, certainly with the organisations that I work with, um, is that you know, the, those those big organisations are very focused on taking care of their employees. Um, they do they do a lot and have a lot of programs in place to to look after their employees. They know that, and they also understand this whole demographic thing I mentioned to you before mm-hmm. that in the the world today there is now 
limited labor available so they need to be caring for um for people otherwise they're not going to get those those good employees because they'll go somewhere else because they can um so that's where it's for me a lot of it stems back to the values that i had from the beginning and just recognizing also too even if you haven't had those values it's really interesting i have a, a friend of mine jason priest who um he runs the fatherhood experience in out of texas and he i mean he told me once you know he used to take some fairly heavy drugs a long time ago but he um now you know he said the giver's high is much he gets a much bigger high than he ever got taking any drugs and i know that from a number of people as well that i, I was never a heavy drug user when i was younger um or older <laughs> so but um people that you know people that give and help others the high you get from that you, you when you do that it's actually much better for you you don't need to go out party you know and drink a lot of alcohol or, or do you know party drugs or anything like that you are on such a high and it stays with you and you don't have a downer it's such a better experience to to do that um to live that way so that's where you know i would encourage people from that perspective it's in your own selfish best interest and we quote that a lot at share.care um in my uh, the share.care podcast and that that's we quote that line all the time you know it's in your own selfish best interest to help others and it is it does so much for your well-being um to help others mentally and physically it, it affects your body and it makes you feel great and i i do not have bad days i never have a bad day i have i go to bed every day going you know what an amazing day i've had because i'm looking going i i helped this person i did that i did did all these things that may have made a difference in the world a good difference in the world so i feel basically shit hot every day you know mm. crikey to you steve Irwin, is a you know <laughs> thing <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I like my day is like crikey this is amazing um every day and it's without fail it's it's constantly that's how i feel every day all right what is your meaning of success what is success to you yeah um that's a good question <laughs> success I for me it's living my life according to to my plan and my values um that that would be it really um I'd like to give a big long you know distilled answer to that um having money is wonderful and that's not a problem I I, I do that um but the the times yeah living according to my value the most important times of the time I share with my son and my family mm-hmm. um you know my friends those i mean i I love going poker night with my friends the boys get together my son comes along um he's 14 he holds his own with you know the guys and there's a lot of sledging going on and a lot of and and, you know he he has a great time um you know he's he's done exceptionally well playing poker um he didn't initially but Mm -hmm. it's it's those connections that make the difference that's what success is being able to to live your life on your terms and enjoy those moments enjoy the connections with other people and and when you do that it's amazing how everything else comes together so to, from my perspective I, I spent a lot of time i focused on money when i was younger earned a lot i lost a lot um and it wasn't until i just started living until uh, following just my values follow follow that that became a sustained success and everything else just followed from there and it wasn't any challenge that challenges that came and had some massive challenges that came they you know they they weren't they weren't difficult because i was just following my values it was just going okay we can deal with this and it wasn't a problem they for some people going through the same thing i've had friends say to me um we said we we don't know how you are still standing you should be dead i said well you know it's it's that resilience that comes from following what's right for you and that's what made the difference all right any advice to increase your revenue in the world of business yeah it's it's very easy again that's something we take um 
having money, increasing money is all about adding value, finding ways to add value. And there's ways to to um, to do that without putting in any any extra effort. One of my clients, as I mentioned before, um, they're a smaller company that went from $8 million turnover to $25 million turnover. They didn't do anything extra. Um, you know, they did something different. What we did is we isolated because I knew where they wanted to be. I said, well, if you want to go after those clients, you need to focus on what's important to them. They're working in the construction area. And I said, you're working with bigger companies. Those companies have really stringent safety requirements. Um, they have uh, a lot of compliance issues that they need to deal with. And most subcontractors don't cater to that. They don't look after that. Um, they, you know, you obviously need to do good work and everyone, you know, does good work to a certain degree. They did excellent work. But so if you really want to distinguish yourself, look at um, how we can market this in. And mm. this is how I suggest you do it. And I gave them a couple of key things to do and said, just do this. Instead of what you're doing here, do this instead. And then we'll market that. We'll show them that, A, you're, you're already training your people to operate in a safe manner, in the manner that they need before they come on site. And that you understand the compliance component, this documentation, all these kind of things need to be delivered on time. Need to, and that will help them. And we we switched that, and they immediately, immediately went from you know their eight million dollars. Um, to increasing the revenue straight away. They immediately got new jobs. And then as a consistent growth from that, and they got to 20, and that's where they stopped because they were happy. That they didn't want to take, they could have taken it a lot further. Mm -hmm. They could have got a lot more projects, but they said, we don't want to do that. We This is where we're at. We're in a comfortable level and we're happy with that. Um, so yeah, they went very quickly. It was it was less than 18 months. Um, they went from $8 million to $25 million. Just not working any harder, just doing something different. Okay. It's not hard. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's kind of how I approached crispy on the web when i kind of transitioned over from like just doing youtube videos and all that you know i just i thought you know what i'm gonna work harder i just want to really continue to grow this thing mm -hmm. and i've noticed over the years since 2016 it's slowly the numbers have gone higher and higher and higher it just, mm. it, it just i guess you just keep working hard at it you just you keep building it up as it goes right well i would put in and, and add to that because as mm -hmm. you say working hard is, is one thing and you, and you can do that yeah um but and people you've heard the statement no doubt you know work smarter not harder yeah so and that's what we focus on is rather than you know working harder which a lot of people do and, and that's a common mantra oh you got to work hard to succeed mm -hmm. um you don't. You can actually work very easy to succeed. I yeah. have um, friends of mine. One of the friends of mine, he um, he has a business, um, and it's only it's a small business. He's turning over three and a half, three point eight million. Oh. Um, he's got three employees, and he he's work. He he go he he's involved in the business, but he's probably involved in it for about a day and a half a week, mm -hmm. and the rest of the time he goes and plays golf. Um, his employees are really happy. They do their job. Um, he gets paid. I think his income. Um, if I remember correctly, is around the $300,000 a year mark. Um, and his employees are paid very well. I don't know what they get paid, but they're paid well. They're all happy. Um, and the business works really well. I have another friend. Oh, I use his friend that, in that term. He, I, I, I say friend, but I don't I know him you know, extremely well. We don't hang out at cafes yeah. or anything like that. But I, I know him and we can we can talk to each other and I can call him up. He he has a business, um, massive business. He, it's turning over 120 mil. Um, 
Now, he he was heavily involved in the business, working really, really, really hard. And at that time, it was turning over 80 mil. And he got really sick and could li- literally could not leave the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And he was sick for eight months. He couldn't go to the off, couldn't. He was getting some reports. And what he found was in that time that he wasn't in the office, the business did better. <laughs> hmm. he, he got out of the way and let his employees do what they do best. Um, and now after that, he went back and he goes, okay, I get it. My job is to lead the company, not be there working hard, doing all these tasks that my employees are there to do. And as a result, the business went from $80 million to $120 million. Um, he recently spent three months riding his motorbike around Mongolia. Uh, and that wow. was, the, and uh, while running a $120 million turnover business. And, and this is a mind shift that many people don't make is that, yeah, you can work hard to succeed. That's one way. Mm-hmm. It's It sucks. <laughs> it's hard work and doesn't do you any good. You can work smarter, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, it's, it's, I always find that fascinating how people, they have the mantra of work smarter, not harder, yet they do the opposite. Yeah. You can work smarter and achieve amazing results. I call it ROE, return on effort. And that's why we have the program Max Time. It shows you how to get mm. the most amount of return for the effort. So you don't have to work so hard. You're actually leveraging your time. The example is you can pick up a shovel and you can dig a hole. You can dig a, a hole that's you know, one meter, a one meter cubic meter um, mm-hmm. square hole with a shovel. And you can put in a lot of effort to do that. Or you can get an excavator, move a couple of levers, which is a lot less effort, and dig the same hole. Yeah. Which one do you want to do? You know, if you want to do exercise, yeah, sure, dig the hole with a shovel. Yeah. You know, but you don't need to work hard to get the same result as you know mm-hmm. as someone who is working really hard. You just yeah. need to work smarter. All right. How do you become a successful leader? How do I come? I don't know if it's frozen on your end, but hopefully you can hear me. But my, I can hear my... you. You're fine. Okay, cool. yeah. The video is frozen, so. Oh, <laughs> Do you read the fire? But it's probably it's, if it's not frozen on your end, then it's all okay. Yeah. Sorry. How do you become a successful leader? Yeah. Sorry, I had the question. Yes. Um, you need to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do you get up in the morning? Is a, is an important question to ask. If you want to be a successful leader, you need to have a purpose, uh, and I believe that purpose needs to be to leave the world a better place, um, because that's what people will follow. That's what in engages people um you if you are if you are driven by making the world a better place um there'll be a number of people lots and lots of people that will follow you and we had that example here with the the financial superwomen program I mentioned about helping um uh, women victims of family violence recover financially mm-hmm. financial superwomen is a program that's run um by cat it was founded by karen Lindsay up in queensland um and she put this great purpose in place where she was doing that and then I was able to help her bring that to Victoria. Now, because she had a great purpose and I, she had my resources available to bring it here, in Victoria, all of a sudden, these people just run on board and then got on board mm-hmm. with that program. And they, they and they were volunteering. We had massive amount of support coming to help this program um, now be a regular feature in Victoria. And we're expanding it because she has a wonderful purpose. So when you have a purpose that helps other people, you won't have any problem finding people to follow. People will want to help because people naturally want to give back. Yeah. They're just looking for how to do that. So if you provide, if you have that purpose as to how to make the world a better place and you provide the mechanism for them to actually be part of your journey, you'll have massive amount of people following you. Yeah. All right. What are the, some of the struggles leaders uh, have to run a great team? Like what kind of struggles do leaders have running a great team? 
That's a really awesome question. I see it all the time, and that's my you know, the difficulty that I have working with people is is them realizing that they're the problem. Coming back to my friend who has that you know, hundred and twenty million dollar business, mm-hmm. it took him being unwell before he realized that he was a problem. He was getting in the way of this organization going to the next level. And I find that with with a lot of people that I deal with, um, a number of boards that I, I sit on, um, the the people, you know, it's it's a slow process because mm-hmm. the people there don't realize that they're the ones holding it back. They're the ones that's stopping it. If if they got out of the way um, and realized, hey, I it's not it's not the people, it's not external things that are the problem. I'm the problem. Then they can move forward faster. That's the first question I ask myself whenever something's not going the way I plan. I say, how am I making this happen? How can I do something? How can I do be different and that then frees up a whole different way of of thinking because when we we look at the world we're actually filtering everything we're not seeing what reality we filter via a reticular activating system it's a small little part near your brainstem um, called your 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 ras your reticular activating system that filters Mm -hmm. set by our beliefs um and we see what we want to see and then when you realize that you're seeing what you want to see not what's really there when you when you then step back um and I use the quote, um, what Shakespeare wrote was nothing is good or bad. Thinking makes it so that we filter. And that's when, when you get people to realize, Hey, they're filtering, that's when they can step out and really flourish. And that's what's holding back most leaders and most people is their own beliefs. It's mm-hmm. not that the world sucks. It's the, the world is full of massive opportunity and we live in the best time ever in history. There's so much opportunity out there. That, um, and my dad quotes, you know, the opportunity of lifetime comes to cross twice a week you just got to be ready to take it uh, i would say it's it's a much shorter time period i'd say twice a day if you're paying attention and so that, and i think that's what's what hold not just leaders but people back in general is this this filter where they're, they're actually getting in their own way all right what kind of business sectors do you help out oh that's a broad range i work from retail i work in construction um hospitality uh services um it yeah, my consulting firm works across pretty much most industries and, and we've worked in that space and helped people out in, in those spaces. So, yeah, so it's very broad. But it's, that's all on the website. And if you want to find me, just search Damien Andrews and um, every link on the front page of, of whatever search engine you use. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked beyond the second, beyond the first page, but I'm sure that I'm on the second page as well. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone go to the second page? I'm just curious. Uh, so. I actually looked up Crispy on the web and I don't, I get a whole broad of different stuff, but I'm kind of sort of on the second page. I'm not that important right now. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I'm not important, but I mean, just Google doesn't seem to search yeah. me. But, but I, what I usually do, I just go for the first page, and there's usually a whole pile of stuff. Even like just like the main page, like the home page, your website. Uh, that's basically all I really need. It's a home page, so I only go through yeah. the, the first tab of Google. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. So no one goes to second page. Yeah. yeah. From my perspective, for all the the, the areas and that that we work in and all. The resources you just search Damien Andrews um, and you you'll find that those list there it's all listed out yeah I'll put some of the links in the description uh, of my on YouTube and also on the audio only I'll put be sure to promote that as well for you okay thank you you're welcome can you talk about being the CEO of Family Peace Foundation 
Yeah, that was a, a wonderful experience um, where I had the opportunity to set up this organization. The mm -hmm. founders were, were had been working on it for some time and I was, was actually helping out, volunteering, helping them out. And they um, then the board said to them, said to the founder, said to Frank, um, if you want to do this seriously, you're going to have to pay someone to be you know, CEO. And, and so Frank said, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Um, and asked me, did I want, to, want that role? And so I said, yeah, Okay, I'll, I'll do that. And and as a result of that, you know, the, the aim was to get this foundation set up in, um, in, in they expected, it, the board expected it was going to take about 18 months. Mm -hmm. I got it up and running in seven, seven to eight. Um, so they were really impressed with that. And so that was back in 2014, 2015. Uh, so that's nearly 10 years ago now. Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah, but my role was to get it up and running. And, and then um, I moved on to other things because as a foundation, my role rate was too expensive to be there as a CEO. So they, they appointed, a, um, I, I stood down once I'd got it up and running or a little bit after I got it up and running mm -hmm. um, and then moved on to um, doing other uh, to doing other things and they appointed someone else to do that. But had so many great experiences as to things that were done to, to help people mm -hmm. um, So in because I was working in the family violence space um, and we did a lot of work with that. And a lot of that technology and research that I, I did, I've of helped and transferred to other organizations as well. So they've actually had that information as well. Yeah, All it's right. great experience. That's awesome. Can you talk about being a speaker, like a public speaker? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really enjoy helping out people. I, I love um, being able to share information that, that really helps people and helps people think. And I get that a lot. We have on the podcast that I have, the Share.Care podcast, we, we actually have a subsect called Pondering Life, where there's people will get together and we'll just have a chat and talk about a particular topic or problem and we'll flesh it out and we'll go backwards and forwards. And it's amazing what we come up with mm -hmm. um, as a result of that. And it's it's really, we inspire each other, people I'm having a chat with, we inspire each other to new levels of thinking, which is really, really awesome. Um, and we, we both grow out of that. And, and because we're recording it and we're sharing it as a podcast, we're making that available for other people to, to watch as well and learn from. But some of the innovations that we've had on those discussions are quite quite amazing. And, and that's really what public speaking for me is about. Is, and it's taken a whole different forum. You can get up and I can uh, got up and stood up in front of huge audiences and, and talked to them uh, in that space, which is really nice. Um, but having the speaking in these kind of forums where you, you're having that more in-depth discussion and recording it and being able to share that with other people, I find that much um, much more fulfilling because it's more of a, a growth experience where I, mm -hmm. I get to learn as well. Um, and so I get to not only share my knowledge, but I get to learn from others, which helps me grow. And we're sharing that with the wider world. So everyone gets to benefit. So that it's really about that benefit again, giving back, mm -hmm. trying to, to help other people. And it's, it's amazing. You know, that, that gift is high as real. It's you, as you, you're giving and helping other people, you're releasing dopamine and serotonin into your body. You mm -hmm. make yourself feel amazing. Um, and so it's, it's a great way to, to do things. So yeah, I really enjoy the public speaking side of things. Yeah. That's awesome. I, Actually, I prefer like doing like uh, the podcast over like the written side. Like, you know what I mean? Like instead of doing blogs, I'd rather just do it like video side where I can actually sit down and just record myself. Like I like that more better. I don't know. Maybe it's more personable. Maybe. I don't know. 
but you're engaging other senses as well. I mean, writing things yeah. out is, is great I mean, to, yeah. get that, to, to get some clarity around things. But when you're talking, um, if you're even if it's just audio, you're still engaging that audio sensory experience. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you one on one like where, well with when you can see the other person because you communicate, we know that majority of communication is is visual anyway. Yeah. It's, it's in what you see. Uh, so when you add that, you know, those elements together, the mm. the discussions, and if you're having a a discussion where you're really listening and that's that's one key that encourage people to really do is to actually to listen rather than trying to think of what you're going to say next listen to what the other person says that makes a massive difference mm-hmm. into your what you will get out of it because mm-hmm. if you get out if you go and do a thing where you just talk and that's why I like the difference between these conversations that we're having that you and I are having now yeah. as opposed to standing in front of some an audience and speaking is is you actually get more back from the discussion you're asking me questions which then makes me think and but i'm i'm listening to what you're saying and you talking about your experiences um i learned from that mm-hmm. and so that helps me as well so it's, yeah. it's a great forum definitely oh definitely is <laughs> uh let's talk about your podcast how often and where can they actually listen to your podcast if they want to check it out yeah the podcast i have is is the share.care post podcast which is s-h-a-i-r dot care it's on pretty much all the the, the platforms mm-hmm. uh it's both video where where the video is available it's in a video format and uh, where it's not it's audio format uh there's episodes i think we have five to six episodes go out a week so there's a lot there that they, they are a longer format yeah. Um, there's the shorter ones where I have a, a subset called uh, On the Couch, which is just me talking to the camera, sharing an idea. Um, but majority of them are either interviews or, or um, pondering life episodes. And we have um, a subset called Coursecast as well, which we're mm-hmm. working on. And, and it becomes more of an education. So we're sharing key information. But yeah, so it's the Share.Care podcast, S-H-A-I-R, which stands for Strong, Healthy and Inspiring Relationships, which is there's a <clears throat> the share dog care organization we have um, 10 principles from first one is uh, personal responsibility and that's what i was talking about before recognizing that you probably is if there's an issue you have in your life you're probably causing it yeah <laughs> that's the first place to start and we go and we talk through things like finances we deal with intimacy so sex is covered in that um uh, dealing with addictions and so they're all in the principles and then the 10th principle is having a plan having a plan for the future. And then on top of that, we actually have something called the code. And the code is a higher set of principles by which you operate by. Um, and the code is, it's drawing from the original Knight's Code from the medieval times. We, you know, had the Knight's Code of Chivalry. Yeah. So we've taken that and we've actually made that a modern, um, mod- modernized that and, and made it gender neutral. So it applies male or female. And it, it gives a higher set of principles as to how I'm going to behave. I'll speak nicely to people in those circumstances. One of my favorite bits from a movie, um, if you, it's an 80s movie with Patrick Swayze called Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a bouncer who's you know, beating up people and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and that's his job. But he talks about his philosophy when he's yeah. instructing other people and said, this is how we do this. We be nice, ask them to leave, mm-hmm. be nice. And so we have those principles. Principles in in any circumstance, you know, um, we we operate 
operate from those principles. So we operate from the principles of being nice, be kind, and there's a whole list of them under the code. Um, it's very simple to, to follow. And from that, by holding yourself to that higher principle, it's amazing how much different interactions you have. I have people hmm. bending over backwards to work with me because I operate from the code. All right. Uh, is there any <laughs> websites or social media that you like to promote? Um, other than my own, <laughs> you mean? Yeah, you're, any like websites? Uh... Like, I mean, from that perspective, there's a number of people that I work with that are that are amazing. Um, there's uh, in in America, there's Dr. Alessandria Wall. Yeah, um, she does amazing work with helping women and and their uh, their careers yeah. within the STEM STEM group of employment in Canada. Um, look up the SAMS, yeah. the SAMS.ca. Mm -hmm. um, they have a wonderful program where they help marriages come back together. They're, they're yeah. fantastic. And I've actually been catching up with them next week. Uh, wonderful people. Um, in London, there's um, the Julian Roberts is a, is a wonderful guy to look up and Yola Bastos. Um, just search them. You'll, you'll find them yeah. in the different areas. Yeah. Julian works a lot in the space of, of coaching businesses and helping businesses yeah. move forward. Yola Bastos works um, in helping women um, gain financial freedom. Um, you know, so there, there are a number of people that love dearly. Dr. Laura Ellick in Florida. Um, she's she's an amazing woman um, in the psychology space. Um, so that, yeah, there's so many people that that I work with. Um, a, a young guy called uh, Brendan uh, Kumarasamy. He's got to be the best public speaker out there. He's he's absolutely amazing. That sounds um, familiar. That name. Some it rings yeah, a bell. He might have he might have actually contacted me on. On matchmaker he might have he... yeah well if you, if you haven't haven't had him on your show get brendan on he he's he's definitely got to yeah. be one of the best speakers that i've ever ever in, encountered he's he's just so good at speaking yeah. and such a uh, he's such a wonderful guy young guy so enthusiastic yeah. um but an, an absolutely amazing speaker so yeah, yeah if you haven't had him on your show get, get him on your show he's awesome yeah. i think i tried to but then things weren't working out i'm gonna reach out to him again yeah, yeah definitely. he's amazing yeah. So, yeah is there any of your links you want to promote like for your your website any yeah well we have i mean for me there's damianandrews.com which mm -hmm. is and so that website will go through a major revamp and April and said, I'm not sure when this is going to air. If it's after April, it should have already happened. Fingers crossed. Um, Sunday, it's really cheap. Sorry, uh, yeah, Sunday. So, this Sunday is actually going to be airing. So, oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. you know, in April, this will be. Um, so, the, there'll be a major update to the website with a lot of technology. But if you know your listeners want to reach out and there's anything that's inspired them beforehand, feel free to contact me through the links there. You, you know, I'll, um, there's, there's, we've got. Um, you can contact me either by phone and in your area. There's a, a. I have a New York number. I don't have a Canada number. Yeah. I don't have an office there, but certainly in New York. So there's, there's that, or you can contact me um, via the, the email contact there uh, I'll, I'll get it and I'll respond if, if there's anything that's been said in this that that is of interest to you feel free to reach out I'm more than happy to to um to have that discussion with uh, any any of the listeners that want to reach out and say oh, okay I'd like you know max time I'd love to be more more efficient in how I use my time can can you help me and so yeah, yeah. I, I, and it's I said it's all about helping people um, and share.care which is you know shair.care is the foundation we actually have our own um, social media hub there as well so we, we and it's ad free <laughs> we will never have ads on there but it has a whole bunch of things on there it's a combination of that's you've got ability to sell things you've got ability to have courses um you can have uh, meetings there it's a it's a fully integrated uh, platform so we've got there as well that's still in its infancy but it's it's all working
working very well, mm -hmm. so which is which is great. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're the two main ones. I mean, I have another company called Princep, um, and that's the consultancy, the business um, construction consultancy that we work and we've got technologies there to make construction projects more efficient. Um, yeah, so that, that, that would be the, the main areas to contact me. But DamienAndrews.com, uh, share.care. Uh, are, the, are the key ones. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add that we did not talk about today? Yeah, well, I, we touched on it briefly um, about listening. And I'd really encourage people to think a lot about that when you're actually speaking with people. Um, focus more on listening. You'll learn more. It's It makes a massive difference. And we teach that and we spend a lot of time in, sort of mentioned negotiation magic. In that program, a lot of the program is actually teaching people to listen. Because if you want to be a powerful negotiator, you it's information that's going to help you. Silence is power. It's a, it's one key source of power is actually being able to shut up. A lot of people can't do it. Uh, and they reveal a whole bunch of information. They waffle on and talk. You really want to be able to be in a position where you actually listen. A friend of mine, there's another guy I like to promote, Terry Tucker. Um, look yeah. at Terry's awesome book, um, Sustainable Excellence. Yeah, I had him on the podcast last year actually oh there you go so you met terry he's awesome <laughs> yeah, he we is. catch up we catch up regularly as well and um he can we have if you go to the share.care podcast you'll find a number of pondering life with with terry's um and but he, he might have mentioned when you had him on um that he has you know he talks about how when he goes out with his wife to her corporate events mm -hmm. um that he says he says to his wife there's going to be five people who don't know me that when you go to work on monday they're going to go terry was amazing but they'll know nothing about him because mm -hmm. he spends the entire evening asking them questions about them speaking about them um and you know people go oh, how do i be interesting well you be interested it's amazing and i do that all the time people don't remember um well sorry people remember more how they feel about you than what you say and how they feel about you is is largely driven by how much you listen to them if you listen to them and ask them questions and i get that all the time so when i'm, I'm out with people here obviously it's different because this is an interview and you're interviewing me yeah if we're having a discussion you'll find that i'm doing a lot less talking and asking questions because I want to find out more information and to me I'm thinking about how can I make Chris feel good because that's what he's going to remember yeah and and that's the in the business relationships and things like that when I'm sitting on board meetings um and I'm make and I'm making comments mm -hmm. um I will say things in a way that will be be asking the questions and getting to what I need to do but I'll be doing it in a way that helps the other person feel good and as a result because they feel good about me mm -hmm. um you know I get things I'm able to get things done really really easily so listening listen a lot that would be my my key takeaway all right I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today Damien. It was a pleasure meeting you and that's amazing. I actually uh, we're connected with other other people as well like Terry and Brandon. It's, just, it's really cool just to hear two familiar names uh, that I've actually connected with in the past. So that's really cool. But thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on and you're right. I mean it is now we've moved into a world where we do have all these connections and we're all connected in some way so yeah. let's make the most of it. We're all very similar. Um, we, we all want to feel good about ourselves we want good things for our kids and we want good have fun with our friends
friends. So let, let's focus on that and, and learn from our differences. Exactly. And as always, you can follow Crispy on the Web on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They're all Crispy on the Web. And I will see you guys next week for another interview podcast right here on Entertainment Podcast. You'll have, until then, have a good one. Bye for now. Entertainment Man Podcast is a weekly radio show produced by Crispy on the Web Media. All rights reserved. Any illegal reproduction of this content will result in immediate legal action. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast.